The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth and as always with me is Swoosh and Jondo. Hello. Hi. And uh, on this week's uh, layoff news, off to Wizards of the Coast. Who laid off a thousand one hundred workers? Yeah, like, we kind of knew this was going to happen, considering they kept complaining about how little money D and D was making for them. But the problem is, like, wizards haven't had a great run, like, for the last while. Like, yeah, they've sort of fucked a few things up. The only good things that have come out of it are things that they haven't done. Like the D and D movie, I quite enjoyed. That wasn't oh, bad. Yeah, that was great fun. Baldur's yeah. Gate was pretty fucking good, and mm-hmm. they've laid off people that were involved in the two things that a lot of other people enjoyed yeah all their liaisons for uh, Baldur's Gate are apparently gone like there's like barely anyone that they know left so that's not great for things running forward for Baldur's Gate well it's um, not great for the potential of DLC for Baldur's Gate mm. I don't think that's going to affect Baldur's Gate well it all depends on how heavily they want it tied into source material yeah. well they don't that's the thing well, Baldur's the, Gate the, is a active scenario in D anD. d Yeah, the the Sword Coast is, mm. and Baldur's Gate as a place is. The story told in Baldur's Gate is not. No, no, but, you know, but still using the, their baseline. The rules, like, then, the rule set for it, um, like if they want to add in a additional like uh, races and fucking classes and that kind of shit, if they wanted to stick to the rule set they're already fucking using. That could be a little more difficult, depending on how many fucking liaisons are left. Yeah, well, especially I mean, if they have to make new inroads. I don't think so at this point, because yeah, it would have been like that when they were developing their their modified um, fifth edition rules for the game. Hmm. But that's done, so there's not. I don't think there'd be that much trouble for Larian to add additional content at this point. They have their license from Hasbro. Well, yeah, it, well, having good liaison on... with people is good. Yeah. I don't think they they necessarily need those people as much to continue with their project. It's more the fact they'll have to deal with essentially new project managers coming in from uh, Wizards, and any time a new project manager comes in, they want to swing their dick around. And it's like, well, no, they won't. For me, it, it's not. It, they they've got a license. They're not <clears throat> beholden to Hasbro. I mean. They it's like when someone buys a... In the same way yeah, EA but, is beholden to Disney for Star Wars, they are... Yeah, but Disney doesn't affect what EA does. Hmm. That The closest thing that EA can do is pull the license. Yeah. Uh, that Disney can do to EA. EA does all of the work. That's the same with Larian. They have their license for D&D from Hasbro. Hmm. All Hasbro can do is pull the license. That's it. They have no other influence. It's I would still have. a substantial Sorry. threat to anyone. Yeah, but I don't think Hasbro's... You're going to say they're not that stupid, and you (laughs) are Yeah, I know, and I stopped myself. Yeah. (laughs) But it would be incredibly moronic. Oh, definitely would be. Which Um, isn't far out of the wheelhouse. I don't think a new project manager is going to swing his dick around and be like, I'll pull the license on this thing that's printing us money. Well, that's the thing. I have met some (laughs) That would be sticking his own dick in a shredder. Oh, I've met those people in my line of work. They exist, unfortunately. Oh, I know they exist. I was, I was almost expecting the people at Hasbro to go, Larry and made how much? But that's our thing. How can we get a cut? Give us Honestly, more. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> I already I would, have a cut. <laughs> I would honestly have expected them to try and make their own game and pull the license for that to try and just monopolize what they can. Like, dude, like they've already done the that open beta for the uh, D and D VTT, the virtual yeah. tabletop, mm. and it was absolutely fucking oh, horrible, dog shit. Yeah. Can you tell that we just don't trust Hasbro or Wizards anymore? Like, oh. it's, it's in there. Like, Look, here's the thing. Like, they, they cut from their, their big development teams for D&D and Magic the Gathering. You yeah. know, two products that print money. Um, Fucking cardboard. And bag. they're two products that I use a lot. Like, I like d Well, actually, I play D&D a lot less. Dungeons & Dragons specifically. Yeah. A lot less than I used to. But I still love the product. It was and a great entry. I, yeah. And I still play um, Magic the Gathering, and it's like, yeah. are the two things I actually like that Hasbro still does gonna die? That's the weird thing, because you don't know with Hasbro. Like, they are just chaos incarnates. Like, what yeah. are we gonna do next? Cancel shit. Like, why? It was making you money. Like, but it mm. wasn't making enough money. Like, what What mm. do you specify as enough? Fuck. Give us the money with value. When they're done kicking the dead horse, they don't get rid of the horse, they just buy new boots. Yeah. They just find another way to kick it. Yeah. Eventually it's just nothing but so, and they start making smoothies, but yeah, it's... They're going to keep going exactly as they're doing, trying to drag more money in for less fucking product. Honestly, yeah. I, I get the feeling, because of these layoffs, I think they're going to start looking for something else to absorb. Because like, they'll be like, we're going to find the next big thing. It's like, yeah, good I, luck I, to you. See, this is the annoying thing. It's like, oh, well, okay, Hasbro, you want to look for the new next big thing, but you are the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you are the thing that everyone else would love to eat. Yeah. You know how much, like, Hazio would love to be like, oh, we own D&D? Oh, fuck yeah, they'd love it. You know how much fucking every other card game would slaver to own Magic? Mm. Like, you own the big things. Stop kicking them. Honestly, at this point, I'm just waiting for Disney to look over and go, that's a nice bit of IP you've got there, Hasbro. It'd be a shame if someone bought it all from you. Oh, I don't want Disney to own those things. Honestly, I'm... we're getting to a point where Disney's just going to run the United States, I think. Like, I don't know. Uh, Disney's not doing great. No, yeah, they, like, their they movies fucked are themselves over a lot. Yeah. But I'm really waiting for Hasbro to say, alright, 5E's done. We're now going to do a 6E and the, the player's handbook is a pamphlet. But for each yeah. spell and everything you got, you have to buy a booster pack and you open it up and you get nine cards and there's nine potential pieces of that book that you can use. Oh, Holy God. Shit. <laughs> I, I can almost hear the salivating from their board members oh, yeah. right now. Like, fuck. And do, you, dude, dude, you, dude the... you suggested that? And then a massive crack of lightning. I think someone <laughs> <hurt> you. <laughs> Thor is angered by this lightning board. <laughs> It's that's the oh, diversion yeah. for the worst timeline. It's like we've heard the worst one. Let's do that. <laughs> oh god, I swear they. Like, that's why they have like hidden recording devices in like uh, echoes and like Google yeah, yeah. now. So it's like Hasbro to hear that shit. Like oh yes. Yeah, there's recording voices in minifigs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would not. Like you imagine, I I've got a wizard, but I've only got three spells because I've only got three spells in booster packs and they're all shit. Are you getting cleric spells, not wizard spells. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, that would be fun. It'd be horrible. Oh, there is actually a storm heading our way. Neat. You know, like they split it up and like you buy your warrior pack, your melee pack, your range pack, and your magic pack. Yeah. And you just gotta hope you get things for the class you're doing. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Now that we've said it, it's going to manifest itself, I guarantee you. <laughs> Fuck. Like, my first thought was they'd split it all by class. Yeah. Because then they'd get more packs. But no, no, no. You, you've got to keep them together. Exactly. So that people could potentially Just... get a whole bunch of paladin cards. Well, I guess i got to play a paladin now. Yeah. Yeah. you got to keep me one whole pool so that... Well, I didn't get the card I wanted this time, so maybe if I buy another whole box of them, mm, I might yeah. get the card that I want. Why'd you cross-class into Rogue from Paladins? It's, uh, I just kept getting Rogue drops. I've got the uh, cards for it. It's all I've got. <laughs> Thank you. Imagine oh, if, they put, if they put all of the rules on those cards and that you had to have the card yeah. to play. Like, Honestly, I, don't have the, I don't have the card for jump. <laughs> how do I oh, attack? God. I don't have the fucking rules how, for it. How do I drop the DMs like, like shuffling <laughs> through things? I can't find it. <laughs> but, oh no! I can see them doing that. That's the annoying part because every second edition of D and D, it's like the uh, the Star Trek movies. Every second one sucks. Oh, it could be so much worse, guys. Imagine if at the start of combat you had, you drew from your deck. Oh yeah, and oh, the that, actions you can do. That oh, was no. literally my next thought. The entire game is now a fucking a card game where you can only perform the actions in your hand for the entire fucking thing. There's no oh, more meta gaming. There's no more RPG. It's just I've got. Two cards of conversate, but I need yeah. to fucking fight something. Shit. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's always been the way with like like the first edition of D and D, everyone loved because it was the first one. The second one, advanced D and D, everyone hates. Three and three point five were marked improvements. Four was a burning dumpster fire of shit. No, no, no. Four was was them trying to go back to using minis. Yeah. Because if you actually look at the rules, a lot of them oh, work so squares. much better off of a table instead yeah. of theatre of the mind definitely they were definitely aimed I think that's when Hasbro bought them originally. hence the term TTRPG yeah <laughs> yeah because that was when like Hasbro first bought into my thing it's like yeah push the minis push the, the product but then 5th uh, edition came out and did really well so now 5th edition was is really good I yeah. quite enjoy 5th edition I play that more I've... than anything else I'm not as big a fan of 5th edition, but that's not because 5th edition's bad. Mm. It's because, to me, it's too simplistic. Yeah. See, I found that good because a lot of the people in my area haven't played a lot. Oh, so it's, it's one of the best great for basic rules. Versions. Yeah. Isn't the... Um, aren't they already doing D&D 1 as the next thing? That's yeah. pretty much uh, 5.5e. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's just but a slight gonna... upgrade on it. But they're trying to pitch it as this whole new big re-revision yeah. of the game. Hmm. But because they're also trying to push a lot of that as uh, digital books, um, hmm. so not as many hardcover books, and they want it all played on through their website and their VTD and yeah. everything. But it means that like, from their D&D Beyond, they've already gone back through and re-edited books that you've already bought to completely change rules. And yep. so they can pretty much do a, a patch like you get in a fucking video game to change how your fucking D&D game plays mm. the thing that annoys but, me is that you can't get a discount on digital books if you already have physical no. ones and they are still just as expensive they, as actual books what sucks is they did that right at the fucking start of D&D Beyond yeah. if you bought the, the starter kit it came with the like a physical starter kit it came with the code to get it on the fucking D&D Beyond which is brilliant yeah. I was really and, hoping um, they'd do that for the rest of them Pazio for years has been like if you buy a copy of the book from Pazio, yeah. you get a PDF. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, it every time we talk about D D, it just it's getting more and more price gougy. It's becoming like the Warhammer of the of the TTRPG world. 
Like, everyone's like, yes, that is the thing that rules this world, but at the same time, there are better options and cheaper options out there. Mm. But, so... Yeah, the... Even, like, the, the quality of what they've done, like, I've got... Uh, yeah. I've got the original 5e starter set for Dungeons mm. & Dragons, and it was good. It, it helped at the time. Hmm. Then they did a... Uh, another st- an advanced starter set which yeah. was a, pretty much an add-on to the story of the starter set which mm-hmm. added a bit more to it it was good then they've done a brand new starter set which just feels like they're going oh fuck it throw it together and it yeah. doesn't come with a code for anything the original two did you could put it on the D&D it. Beyond you get all the characters maps everything on D&D Beyond it was fucking great yeah. the new one was- you don't get shit on it it's just you've bought a f- new physical thing Okay. Blame. That's it. D&D has gone the route of, we need money. We want money. Give us the money. And it's no longer oh, yeah. about the content they're making. It's just, give us this thing we want. Did well, did Hasbro get taken over by Tiamat? Maybe. <laughs> it's entirely possible. But after that, I went out and I wanted to expand after the whole fucking thing, the blow up of 5e. Mm. I went out and I bought the, uh, the Pathfinder beginner box. Oh, yep. yeah. Holy fuck. Fuck is that yeah, thing quality? There's a good box. Yeah. Like, like, holy box shit! Magnificent. Like the the tokens, the rules, the how everything's laid out. This is how you play the game. Like, oh yeah, Jesus! Well, like yeah, that's Pathfinder night and day. Pathfinder was made by lovers of three point five, and they just wanted to improve on it, and they did. Yeah. So it was made with yeah. passion, and like they want this thing. It was made by fans. So they put a lot of effort into it. Whereas the like, new D&D is being made by businessmen who don't give a yeah. shit as long as it sells well. But like the D&D box, you get a, a bare bones set of dice and it doesn't reference back to what dice you're meant to use mm. a lot. You're bit, it's a, not really intuitive. Mm. The Pathfinder box, the dice is color coded, right? You roll yep. this dice. It's the orange dice with 10 faces. It Everything is laid out and it's like, yeah. you'll yep. be handheld through this entire thing. Yep. And here's some basic rules and here's a premise go write your own adventure it's like yeah, yep. that is fucking awesome it's great yeah like, that's the other thing I liked about Pathfinder is the fact they didn't do contained adventures it's like here is a region you can explore like that's awesome this is just they have a setting some, they have some but like they're very expansive like yeah. um, I've recently been getting a lot of old Pathfinder stuff because they've been converting it over to Savage Worlds my preferred mm. system yeah um, so you know if you don't want to support Hasbro, go buy Pathfinder. If you don't want to play D and D style Pathfinder, play Savage Worlds Pathfinder. Oh yeah. Um, but like, I just got the the because the first box set they put out for it. Again, it was insane the value of that first box set that they put oh, yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Pazio could have cheaped out and been like, no, no, we want to lowball it. But like, you got the full rule book, an advanced book to the entire setting, maps. Um, the entire tokens, rise of sheets the and Lord. sheets of hard card tokens yeah. and cards that tell you what to do and how to yeah. do it and what to oh, do yeah. on your turn and little markers are okay now you can do this and this and yep. there's your action and then this yep. is like god the same fucking thing damn for, um, for the Pathfinder one for, for Savage Worlds yeah well, like the the books for the um, for Rise of the Rune Lords they're long they're very detailed so if you want to run a, a canned adventure in Pathfinder, it exists. Yeah. yeah, they generally go, here's the setting. Go ham. Whereas, like, D&D's ones are always very much, here is the story, follow it. Yeah. Because, right? like, D&D 
D&D ones also required the party to be good. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, they don't ones, support evil players. Their ones are yeah. pretty much uh, choose your own adventure, choose your own adventure, but here's the pages to choose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. choose any other pages, you need to choose these ones. You almost have to railroad your players. You, you kind of do. Like, I, I haven't been able to run a canned adventure that hasn't spiraled out of control because the first thing players do goes against everything in the, the story module. Well, that's Sooner just... or later, the players are going to do something self-serving. And yeah. D&D's yeah. modules never support the players being self-serving. No, they it's always meant to be the greater good. Yeah, yeah it's self-sacrificing, sure. D&D supports the shit out of that. Mm. Uh. Well, we got distracted yeah. for a while there. <laughs> But yeah, oh, it's Hasbro like done fucked up again. Like, oh, <laughs> fucking Hasbro. Yeah, no. Look, I don't want... I don't necessarily want Hasbro to go away, because they'll take things I love with them. Yeah. But, fuck Hasbro. I, I want I, them to... I'd like them to wake up, or... Things. I'd like them to wake up, or just not do the things they've been doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would like them to stop being as money-focused as they are. Because, like, the issue they had with D&D wasn't that it wasn't making money, it wasn't making enough money. Yeah. And it's like, guys, you are focused on the wrong thing. Make something play people enjoy, and they come back. If you price gouge them, they're gonna go elsewhere. Well, I mean, for a little while, people were questioning whether D&D would continue after 4th Ed. Oh, yeah. yeah. 5th Ed comes in and brought everybody back. Yeah, oh, yeah no, they had because when they first did fifth ed, like they made it for the player base, it was fucking awesome. They went back and to then they gave, then they fucking gouged it again. Yeah, mm. well, that's the, all the way they work. It's like a weird uh, toxic relationship. They love bomb you for a bit, and then they go straight back to their toxic yep. ways. Yeah, yeah. Shall we move on to the next thing? Yeah, let's yep. get more angry about other things. Well, <laughs> I mean, this one's kind of a holding pattern. Yeah. Because uh, apparently Google's lost its uh, its case with Epic. Uh, it has basically been ruled that they have a monopoly with their mm. app store. Eh. Like, we'll see how it goes since the other side of that against Apple was ruled to not be a monopoly. So, Which is sort of weird. Like, I know... They are more or, on, or less the same thing. They are, but on mm. my phone, like, I've got a Samsung phone, so I've got the, mm. the Android app store... I've also got a Samsung app store. I can already yeah. download an Amazon app store, so there's three I can have on there can, immediately. If you're willing to just go get an APK, you can get any other app store someone yeah. needs an APK for. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think I could do that on an iPhone. No. It's app store, and that's it. It's why I always thought it was weird that people have been doing this against Google, because as far as I... If you're willing to put any APK you download off the internet on your phone... You can get other app stores. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, what monopoly? Yeah. But then again, you've got Apple, which is very restrictive and a walled garden to, like, to high mm. hell, but somehow that wasn't a thing. And I think it comes down to which judge has been doing it. Also, the arguments they used at the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's just, I, it's muddied the waters something fierce. We're going to be stuck with this like shit fight well I mean we're probably not going to hear anything more about this for probably another six or seven months because of course Google's going to do all its appeals and yada, no, of yada, course. yada and the judge hasn't said what they're going to do about it yet other than to go yes that's a monopoly yeah like so and worst case scenario you end up with the, the Android app store behaving more like the fucking Apple app store because apparently that's not a monopoly 
So yeah. mm. will they crack down on more shit that's on it? I mean, so, probably, but we'll see how they go. We'll have to wait and see. Mm. Which is never a fun place to be. No, particularly when you wait, hoping for a company to do the right thing. Yeah. They'll do the self-serving thing. That's Always. it. Always. So, uh, next up? Yeah. Uh, next up, dev behind massive Skyrim multiplayer mod turns his hand, uh, turns their hands to Starfield, gives up because this game is fucking trash. Yeah. Yeah. When even, like, the big modders in that community are saying, no, fuck this, that, that's when you know that game is dead. Yeah. The only well, the thing that can are... resurrect it is mods, and the modders don't want to do it. And the like, mods are all that kept Skyrim going for as long as fucking Bethesda kept re-releasing it. Yeah. Because Beth uh, Bethesda's already come out and said, like, we're going to do, like, big content update next year, and there'll be new ways to travel around, and new ways to do this, and new ways to, like, add so much stuff. It was like, why was it not already in the game? Like, this game feels less than Empty. half-baked. Yeah. The fact and that they could say that screams... Oh, we were in development, and uh, we just pushed it out the door before these were done. Yeah. Yeah. After already pushing it back and back and back. Yeah. Push it back three more months and actually put the fucking vehicles in. Like, uh, the mod kit for it is meant to be released sometime first quarter next year. Which is, like, which is why I think they're trying to bring back the fucking... The Bethesda... Creator Club thing. Mod store. Creator yeah. Club fucking thing. I think they're trying to push that out before they release the mod kit, so they say anything made with the mod kit will automatically be put onto here. Hmm. Like, why? Like, Way to kill the mod down. scene. Exactly. Because, oh, yeah. like, the mod scene for Skyrim died off when they forced that shit onto it with, via Steam. Oh, no. The, the, they did... One, the Steam Workshop and Nexus still exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Creator Club didn't stop mods. Hmm. It just meant um, you had, like, nothing really was on the Creator Club, to be honest. There were things, but no. I think they were forcibly put on there by... Well, a lot of them were like, here's some um, here's an armor color. Yeah. Well, what's the mod for this on Nexus? Oh, it's got nine colors. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But the only really good thing about that fucking Creator Club was that it brought mods to consoles. Yeah. It lets you do a bit more to the game on the console for a mod that it knows works and how to get it to work on that console. Mm. Yeah. Which was great. Like console players need more of it I remember when I played it on like played Fallout 3 and 4 on consoles like looking at mods going why why the fuck can't I do that shit on here yeah. like this is bullshit oh, having the opportunity fucking is awesome but imagine but if you like charging for it is fucked yes see here's the thing though like imagine if you they did the creator club but instead mm. of like charging you per mod it was like Chuck is 15 bucks a month. Even that would be a high cost for mods for me, but... Yeah, but I mean, you're a PC player and you get that shit for free. Yeah. If you had Bethesda making sure these mods worked and just constantly putting more in, and all you were doing was paying 15 bucks to just have access to all mm. of these... We already know they'll work, just install them and go. Yeah, no, that See, would be worth it, but that would also require Bethesda to work. Oh, I know. Like, See, to me, like, that $15 a month, that just, in my head, screams horse armor a month. Yep. Just a new Man, horse armor. <laughs> I pulled a number out of my ass, okay? Yeah. I know, but, like, the horse armor was, like, 10 bucks. In Australia, it was, like, 15 bucks. Yeah. Fucking 
course. Yeah, from, but the whole song was a well-known debacle, and even Bethesda oh, yeah. understands they fucked it up. Yeah, I'm just I, saying, I, like, like paying per mod is is not going to happen. Yeah, the only no. way they can get people to pay would be to pay access to a bunch of we already know they work mods. Yeah, yeah, you you shouldn't be paying per mod. It should be a X amount, and you have access to the entire library go ham. But it just to but me, that library would stopping. have to one be big and mm. two have to constantly be updated. Yeah, and it would also require Bethesda to make sure they work. But we know they won't do that. But no, they can't make their own game like, work. It yeah. has to be ever growing because if yeah. you already had a save with a mod, then they go, "Oh no, nah, we're going to remove this." Well, mm. fuck, they're going to start the fucking game again. Yeah. Well, the annoying thing is for a like product that requires the modders to function half the time like because they don't do their own QA it's the modders who fix shit you'd think they would want to foster a modding community but they always seem to be at odds with them oh no they, they've grown too complacent their, their yeah. head is too big now yeah yeah we're, we're so important we can charge for these these things these peasants make for free yeah. we don't need them no you do it's no, and they're, fucked they're finding that with fucking Starfield. Like, yeah. holy shit, that game is broken. It needs oh, it someone to come through what's and fix it. What's its current fucking Steam at? I know it was like, it was like pushing negative last time I looked. I think it's reaching overwhelmingly negative. I don't know if it's going to surprise me. I mean, like, it, it's not as bad a review as uh, some other recent games, but we'll get to that soon. <laughs> But oh, like, it man. needs something, like Starfield needs something, and it needs I don't know. Content. It's not a small fix either. Like they yeah. have to completely overhaul large sections of their game to even make it remotely interesting. It's going to be a lot of work for any modder to do, and honestly, like, I'm not surprised. Not even modders. Like there's some things in that game that I don't even think fucking mods will fix because the game itself just isn't fun. I don't know how you'd mod fun into that fucking game. Oh, yeah. Like, I've seen you trying to play it again recently because you popped up on my Steam playing Starfield. Yeah. And like, what are you doing? And which one? Like, You're trying to find something fun, aren't you? I am. I yeah. genuinely am. I've seen people, like, get sunk right deep into the shipbuilder. Mm. That doesn't interest me. That has yeah. no interest for me at all. Even me like, as a person who likes building, building shit, can't do it. Base building, it just I that's mean, just fucking just tedious to me. That- doesn't make like quest design doesn't make sense in Subgrad. Like probably the most interesting thing I did in the time I was playing Starfield was do the the Mantis hideout. Yeah, yeah, and even well, that. I, why the fuck couldn't I take that bastard over? I wanted to keep mm-hmm. that as a fucking base, but no, it's just a placeholder. I can't yeah. do anything else with it after taking the ship. Yeah, but like, how do I get the quest to 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 go find the Mantis? Do I? go to a city where the man is or a system where the man is operates and hear about this mysterious figure and go on a whole quest to find them no I shot some random dude and he told me where the base was yeah yeah like it, it was just badly done I will play Outer Worlds before I play Starfield again like you know it's bad when the entire game could be reduced down to about a three hour playtime if they just gave the character a mobile phone yeah yeah Pretty much. All the side quests are done then. Like, you know, you need to go talk to this person. Okay, what's their number? Yeah. Done. Yeah. Like, How in space can I not just call someone? Yeah. Like, like I get, like, some of those... Like, oh, intergalactic it's GPS. Where is this yeah. person? I there can understand it. It's like, if you haven't been to a sector before, you haven't registered their comms buoy or some bullshittery, like, you can make a reason for it. 
that gives you a reason to go there once, at which point it's like, right, cool, I have a comms relay, I can call people there, I can set things up. Mm. Which would make it so much better for trading. You could be like, cool, well, contact these people, what do you need? I can get that, here we go. Yeah, Bring I'm pretty sure that's you. why they, um, they wouldn't let you just do auto-jumps through nodes that you hadn't been to yet. Yeah. Despite the fact it makes no sense why I have to go to this node, to jump to the next node, to jump to the one I actually want to go to. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Why? Because it's just... Why do I have to stop? Yeah, why yeah. Do, Why should I have to stop in this area? There's no reason for me to do it. Like, it was such a strange thing. Like, it's yeah. that far in the future. There should be a comms network. There should be some, like, transport hub. But, I mean, that's the sort of stuff people were starting to mod into the game. Yeah. But... They have to release the mod kit that gives them that kind of depth into the fucking game that they can do this kind of shit. Yeah. Because yeah. currently it's all surface level. They can't actually yeah. add content to the game. They can just modify what's already there. Yeah. The problem is, like, we got blueballed by this game because we want a, you know, oh. a sci-fi kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I will honestly reinstall Outer Worlds just so I can get the sci-fi, you know, Fallout experience again. Despite Outer Worlds not being great, it was still better than Starfield. Like, yeah. This this was the Bethesda game that I felt was like, fuck me, this is my game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy the fantasy. Sure, Oblivion's cool. Fallout, it's post-apocalyptic. Cool, I, it's just not the aesthetic for me. Yeah. Space sci-fi shooter? Fuck yeah, oh. I'm all over that. I want it. All God fucking damn. And then, no. We got like we were all so hyped for this, and we just got let down. So, side note that it was just a weird thing I watched on YouTube. It was mm. a dude reviewing all of the the weapons in in Starfield and the way they function. Yeah, you know that there is wildly different reload animations between first person and third person. Yeah. No, because I Which never is played fucking in third a weird person. thing for them to put in there when they like, half the features weren't functional. Yeah, some of the actual guns. Like, the way they reload doesn't look right in first person, but if you go into third person, they actually correctly function. Yeah. It's like two separate teams did the animations. I would not be surprised with how Bethesda, like, compartmentalizes shit. That would not surprise me at all. No, neither would I. Yeah. No it one just, team can know what the other team is doing. Yeah. But, like, you know, they, things like they already the shotgun had... pumps in the wrong direction. They yeah. already <laughs> had, like, shooting mechanics from so. previous Fallout games. Mm. Like... Sure, they got rid of the Pip Boy, but God fucking damn! Like, look at any other shooter on the market. It's not as though there's nothing out there to look at. I mean, I think (sighs) we said this like a week or two ago. There's no excuse anymore for having bad gun combo. Yes, fucking oath. Like, like we've done it enough now. Like, the indie guys can make good feeling gun combat. There's no excuse. Your gun should feel good. Sci-fi games haven't had a good rep for a while now. Like, what was the most recent one that was good? Like, I can't think of any that would... Legitimately, I enjoyed the shit out of this game. I want more of it. Like, I, I can't don't think of any. Mass Effect 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quite a fucking while ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, we need something to revive. Halo 3. That genre. <laughs> I mean, if you just talk about that game... If you just... Oh, man. Titanfall 2. Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah no, Titanfall, Titanfall 2. Fuck yes. I've just been sort of playing through the campaign of that recently, and... Oh my god. Yeah. I kind of hope we get a third one just to recapture that. Apex Legend has to die before that happens. Yeah. yeah. That's not that prints happen. too much money for the studio. 
Things like they're printing money, but they're not putting it back into other projects. They're just sinking it back into Apex Legends and paying their CEO a shit ton more. If they do release a a Titanfall 3 and Apex Legends is still active, it's going to be a fucking hero-based shooter. They'll be shoehorning the characters from Apex Legends into the fucking campaign wherever the fuck they can. Technically, they are in the same setting. They They are. are. It's just going to be annoying as fuck. We we won't get what we want. We'll get something cookie-cutter and horrible. I want Titanfall 2 updated. (laughs) Yeah, I want more story, please. Give me more storyline and single-player. Great. Let me call in a fucking titan to shoot shit. Oh, God damn. The multiplayer for that game was the tits. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, shall we move on? Yeah, we Probably. should move on to the other <laughs> failure fall of the game. fall down that... <laughs> we should move on to the other um, failure of the game. Keep this rat going. Alright, we'll skip over the thing we were going to talk about. We'll talk about the other fail game, which was the day before. Oh, Finally got fuck. released on Steam for four days. Yeah. And then it got pulled. Anyone who... <laughs> who thought this game was going to be, like, the big thing. From day one, you can see this is a fucking scam. Just look at the marketing for it. Fuck yes. Like, Like, the amount of people who are like, is this actually a rug pull? Did we just get scammed out of things? Like, yes. Yes, you did. Good luck getting... Well, kind of, no, because you can do your refund through Steam. You can. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes, because I'm half... Because the release they gave for it, where they said, oh, look, we're folding the company we're going to use all the funds that we have to pay back our debtors. It's like, just declare bankruptcy. Why are you doing that? That money Because be then they can't the keep the money them. they do have. <laughs> yeah, which honestly, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, they're basically banking on people not refunding it and being like, yeah. cool, we got to keep some of the money. Yeah, they're going to bankrupt, they're going to pay back their backers, which I'm assuming is going to be their own people. Um, and then they'll declare bankruptcy just not to pay out any other things like, but like from, I'm a pessimist, from day so dot all the marketing for it has been like modified screen grabs of other games yeah. like the yeah. opening walkthrough is almost a shot for shot from uh, the division 2 fucking trailer yeah. and there's another one that is a shot for shot fucking Call of Duty Black Ops 3 I think it is yeah and like, the fact they keep finding assets from just the um, the Epic from, Store not Epic Store um, Unreal Store uh, yeah like it's a asset flip that everyone got really hyped for for some reason because it wasn't because it looked pretty yeah. the trailers yeah. looked pretty and that yeah. was it and it's also the fact that it wasn't what they expected because they kept saying oh, open world shooter it's gonna be open world kind of MMO game. yeah that's what and they it, promised from the start and then it's just an extraction shooter it's like what the fuck this is not what we paid for this is not what we signed off for no what that, happened pretty much they got to a point where it's like fuck we have to release something yeah. or we can never release anything else ever again Yeah, and so they pumped out the cheapest quickest fucking thing they could because even the fucking gameplay loot like the actual gameplay itself is an item you can buy from the fucking Unity store yeah honestly they're gonna try and they're closing down this store like what's it called um entertainment fantastical or some shit like fantastic, that fantastic whatever it is they'll yeah. just rebrand under a different name just to try and get rid of the stink that is this, and they'll do it all. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. That's why they haven't done bankruptcy. The guys who want to um, refold, like, refold it all, they can't do that if they be- they declare bankruptcy, because the CEOs mm. and everything, they can't run a company again mm. uh, for, I think, it's like seven years if they go bankruptcy. So 
they're just trying to be like, yeah, we're folding it, and we'll yeah. come back later. Like, guys, no. Like, that's bad. You, you know what's not coming back later? What? E3. Yeah. <laughs> right, we, nice I, segue. Honestly, <laughs> I keep thinking they're dead. Like, I thought they were already dead years ago. Oh, now, most people thought they died after Games Fest started. Yeah. Pretty much, like, from the start of Rona, when everything was locked down, they couldn't do an E3... I thought from that point there'll never be another one. It's done. Like, I it's, they were dead what's the thing? fucking point? Well, I thought they might, but then Jeff Keighley did his big digital thing, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there we go. E3's yeah. dead. Honestly, like E3 had to like was overdue death. Like that was a that again, slow, slow death. Yeah, because like originally to go to E3 you had to be industry. Yeah, like only industry people went to E3, and then they started opening it to the public, and it's like, oh. Yeah. That that you you aren't getting enough industry people to turn up to make this thing profitable anymore. Yeah, that's a problem for you. Mm. And yeah, it seems to have just slowly, continually died from there. Yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, it, it tried to be too many things. It tried to be a comic con. It tried to be a games expo. It tried to be a cosplay fucking expo. It, yeah, they had to pick yeah. a lane. Like they have, they never had the capacity or the same runt behind it as you know comic con had. Particularly after, like, PlayStation dropped out of E3, they have their yeah. own little expo pretty much in a parking lot across the road. Mm. Nintendo just released a video. The only big company that was still going to it was Xbox. Yeah. And, and once they, they started, started... having their own shit. Yeah, once they started doing their own little thing later on in the year, they weren't going to release, like, announce their major titles at yeah. that anymore. Yeah. When they could do their own fucking thing, how they want to do it. 100%. Yeah. E3 became a indie thing and there's better indie stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, PC Game Show is a fucking yeah. better display of indie titles than fucking E3 uh, is. So is um, Guerrilla Collective. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. But you know what isn't a good thing for indie anymore? Indieland. <laughs> Which is well, now I mean, that, no longer a that, charitable thing. Well, that might still be good for indies. We don't know. But Honestly, yeah. if I was anyone associated with that, I would burn Indie Land to the ground, start something new, keep the completionist away from it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, unfortunately. That whole fucking charity, like that thing in particular, I very much doubt will continue in its current form. Yeah. yeah. Someone else may pick it up and continue what it is, but... It's going to be fucking hard to come has, back from it. The stink that's come from it, if there is any charity thing and the completionist or anyone like closely associated with him is involved with it, that's going to poison the well. I, I don't think anyone like people involved with him will be a problem, but I think anything to do with the Khalil family will be. Yeah. yeah. So, we've kind of jumped over the update here, which is we finally <laughs> got a response from Gerard, the completionist, on mm. the whole thing with the Open Hands Foundation. Yeah. And it's not a good response. It is. It comes off very confrontational because uh, it's very much a no, no. Like you're all wrong. You're all you know, you're all saying these horrible things without without receipts. Like Mudaha and Carl showed receipts. Yeah, they had from your own mouth things that were said. They didn't take yeah. it out of context because they released the entire call. Well, no, no, they didn't. They haven't released the whole call yet. But in Mudaha's, no, no. They showed a segment where they were talking about when he knew. I got mistaken. Um, I thought they released. And the in Mudaha's video, he shows a little more of that segment yeah. as well. But in that, in Mudaha's response to to Gerard, he he says, "Look, we should put the whole call out." Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm pretty sure Carl will be okay with it. 
It's in your code, Gerard. How do you feel about us releasing that entire call? That's where I was getting confused. I got the wrong end of the stick there. But yeah, no, like, honestly, the response that came from uh, Gerard was very fucked up. So, it has a couple of different segments to it. Yeah. It starts out with him trying to make you feel sorry for him by talking about his mom. Yes, and which was it's like this has nothing to do with what we're talking. Like he talks about how, like you know, they donated her brain and uh, and spinal column. Um, I can and understand that autopsy that reports, and here's the autopsy thing saying yeah. we donated it. No one cared. No one was questioning whether yeah. or not your mom yeah. had frontal that, that wasn't donated from an indie game. <laughs> yeah, the only reason that was brought up, I think, uh, was because uh, sympathy. Some ordinary gamer and Carl did mention. Because uh, it was a release ages ago saying, oh, we donated body parts. And they were like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, so I can kind no, of understand I, that. I, I, I don't, not much. I'm pretty sure the whole point of it was just to elicit sympathy. Yeah, mm. no. It was, My mother died and we donated her brain. Cause he even Feel goes sorry like, for Gerard. He even says, like, oh, how could you think that I'm using the, don- like the foundation of my mother's name to you know, gain money? It's like, people do that every day. Well, I mean, you're using it right now. You're using yeah. your mother's name right now to elicit sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> out the gate, he had already burnt that fucking bridge. So, like, come on, man. The, the next little section he does isn't actually that bad. That's a lot mm. of where he talks about how e-filing works and, yeah. and stuff like that. That's yeah. fine. Mm. That's a completely okay section. Yeah. It's the middle... It's like the, the second... Like, the third quarter of it. Yeah. Where he gets really angry... And he starts talking about, oh man, like, yeah, okay, I said some things, and I'm sorry if you felt misled yeah, by those statements. Yeah, he definitely tries to downplay what happened. Yeah. You, you know, the bit where you did charity fraud. Yeah. And, like, and in multiple different ways, depending on how you want to look at it, because, like, there's the actual fraudulent statement of associating yourself with charities. Yeah. But, like, how much of your business got positive press from being associated with those charities? Yeah, yeah no, his channel definitely grew because of Indyland and the charity and that kind of stuff. Like, And having celebrities going on, don't Yeah. Like, so, you know, your charity fraud increased your business however you want to slice it. Like, yeah. you, And you didn't you suggest that this. they were going to get put on into these things. You said it was. Yeah. You straight yeah. up said well, it. At, at the start of each show, it was like... We're working with these charities this year. Yeah, and then yeah. he would specify this year. Mm. So, you know, it's not a, I interpreted it wrong, it's a, you fucking said it. The worst part yeah. is, he ended up giving the money, which is great, he gave money. Um, but mm. he gave it to a random charity, he's never, re- I don't think he's ever mentioned it in previous streams. I don't uh, think it fucking matters. It does it's a dementia. Uh, it's just a dementia group it doesn't really matter he donated it to someone he donated it to a dementia group which is good but the problem was because he named foundations by name that's where the fraud can come in because he said we donate to these people and then no money it wouldn't have changed any of that if he donated the money to those charities it would give them less ground to stand on in some cases I don't think so because the money was, was elicited that way anyway so even if he donated the money now it wouldn't stop the charity fraud oh yeah that's that's still so it doesn't really matter where he sent the money it would at least have looked better for that charity fraud case he's going to have to face Um, because if he'd gone we gave the money to those people uh, it would the other side wouldn't be able to go aha you didn't give the money to these people you kept saying you're giving it to it's a weird but that's the thing though even if he did give them the money the 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 prosecution's still going to be you didn't give the money to these people it doesn't matter 
It's well, an it's, irrelevant point. I, it kind of isn't irrelevant. I work with legal all day, every day. It's one of those stickers for me. Simply for the fact that if they had given the money to these foundations they kept naming, the only thing the prosecution could then say is, you hoarded the money and didn't give it away. You weren't open to what happened. Still a case for fraud, absolutely. But it's less of a case. There is less repercussion to come from it. The because they did he, eventually pay it to yeah, those people. They eventually fulfilled the promise they made. It was late, sure, but they fulfilled well, the promise. Well, th- this is where we don't know the back end of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because if those f- organizations wouldn't have utilized the money in a restricted fashion, yeah. then he's not going to donate it to them. Honestly, like, all he had to have done at some point was say, hey guys, we're actually stockpiling this because of these reasons. Oh yeah. It would be well, fine. see, that's that's one of the things that they, oh. in that particular ranty bit where he talks about how, like, you know, that was the the idea. Like, we didn't want it being used for admin fees. We wanted it being used for a restricted donation. So that's mm. what we're doing. Except in the phone call he did with Carlin Mudaha, he said he didn't even fucking know. So yeah. how is that always the plan? Yeah. Like he didn't know until like a year ago. In which case, then I got involved to move but, that money. It's like the money didn't move. But even that whole thing of we didn't want it to go to admin fees. We didn't want it to go to this. We didn't mm. like. The companies you're giving it to have their own fucking charge. They still have to pay yeah. stuff. Like, it still like, has to go fucking somewhere. You give it to them for them to be able to do what they fucking need to do well, with it. No, yeah. So the idea Admin is, is that with a restricted donation, you can go, this 600000 must be used for research. Yeah. Not or to you pay can, your staff. Yeah, or you can say in some cases, because they can't not pay the staff. It can be a matter of, it can't go to marketing. No, no. Mm. It can't no, no. go like, to this. They can with a restricted donation. Yeah. All the money the company then uses gets from other places does that not yeah. your six hundred thousand dollars yeah which is also why admin costs are so fucking high because everyone does that yeah um, it's one of those things where pay the admin fee these people do good work you can restrict it and say please don't well, put it in the market you hope they do you hope you do yeah. you have to take everything on charity on hope uh, and, and trust but it's one of those things like just pay them the admin these people are like the people they have working for them in most cases are volunteers or they're doing stuff that they can you do need to pay admin costs to wrangle that many people I get that it sucks money is going to it and I get Mm. you don't want to but at the same time just give the money yeah like don't pussyfoot around if you're saying you're donating stuff donate stuff yeah so that's another one of the things that came up in that that response um a lot of he got gets very aggressive about people saying he was embezzling which no one did like the he keeps saying the accusers uh mentioning Mudahar yeah. and um thing is that but Sorry, which is very no, inflammatory he, he never says Mudahar and Carl yeah he, says he just the says accusers. the accusers but uses Mudaha and Carl's videos, so it's very yeah. clear who he's talking about. But they never and Mudaha really... and Carl never called him an embezzler. Yeah, they never mentioned embezzling. All they they always said the money is in the accounts. The discrepancies that they well, had is the money in the account. Yeah, this they asked like, this that should there was be a, there. The yeah, math doesn't receive. math, and yeah. that there's a discrepancy. Where is it? Not you took it. Because originally yeah. it was a matter of, yes, we can see you said this much was made um, in, in, at Indie Land this year. We saw that money go in. We can verify that yeah. money went to that account at some point. We have no idea what happened after. But then there was the issue with the golf tournaments, which are associated with it. And it's the thing of, give your checks to the Open Hand Foundation. And there's no reference to that. So they think well, that, that and then there was the the twenty thousand dollars that gets donated from uh, that was being regularly donated. It was just mm. like the math didn't math is the yeah. point. 
It just yeah. didn't and, work. Um, and Carl, uh, not Carl, um, Gerard doesn't actually quantify any of that. Yeah, he, he just says, trust me, the books line up. The trust has already been broken. Yeah. You can't lean on trust now, buddy. No. Yeah, you've shattered that. You have to show receipts. Like that's why I like Carl and Mudahar's videos because they showed they're working. Yeah, like, and they encourage you to go do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. And they said, "Here's the details. Here's where you can find it. Go have a look. You f- you figure out what best you can." And even when Gerard was saying, oh, "I'll leave links in the description," he just links to the IRS website and doesn't yeah. show anything. He has three. Um, bits of evidence as they can find one of which is superfluous it has no function he never mentions in the video it's just a random Mm. document to i'm assuming pad out the evidence god knows and the other two didn't really show much no they don't yeah and then once he gets to the end of his big tirade he says that he's looking to sue yeah which which is never a good look it's never a good look and not something you regularly talk about on like that kind of video and here's the thing, all through this he's been, it, it, it's mostly been one cut. He hasn't yeah. really been slicing the video up. Yeah. It then hard cuts so that he can talk about his mom again. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, Clearly using his mom as the last thing in the video. Yeah. So that the thing people most remember. And on sympathy. Is that, yeah. yeah. It starts with sympathy and it ends on sympathy. And you can tell the hard cut is because he rewatched it while editing and realized, no, I need to end on sympathy and not yelling. It's, at it's a sympathy shit sandwich. And, and <laughs> yeah. happy and it's all about the charity. And that's always the whole thing. Oh, thank you all for your, your support. And we're not going to do uh, charity Indie Land, like stopping. Oh, yeah. He's still going to do Indie Land, but it's not going to have a charity component. So all that money you would have gotten from Indie Land in 2024, it's just going to be yours, I guess. And the weirdest thing for me is when he was talking about that, it felt very accusatory. Yeah, like, like, you guys made this happen. Yeah. You you, made it so we can't do charity. Yeah, it's because of you guys, like, the people that are not doing this charity thing anymore. It's like, you're not doing the charity thing anymore because you can't be trusted with money. That's what it is. Yeah, no one's going to donate to a charity you run anymore. (laughs) Yeah, like, honestly, IndieLand can only come back under a different name. Because if you do IndieLand in 2024, it's going to be nothing but trolls. It's going to be nothing but people screaming in the comments. And the stream will be unruly. You mm. can't come back from this. Can the idea, everyone else who's associated with it, all the other creators, can do their own thing because they were distanced from this in some way? Or you could potentially go Indie Land, hand it to someone else. Yeah, yeah. give it to a bunch of that's, other creators. I think just, that's the only way it has any way forward. Because even people way. that were, were involved that wanted to be on the fucking stream to play a game or to do whatever... Who's going to want to sit in that fucking lounge next to him and play a game? Yeah. yeah. Like, the only thing they can do off. is to take what it is, palm that whole fucking thing off, mm. and wash his hands and walk the fuck away. Yeah. And deal if with whatever smart. repercussions are coming. Now, if he was smart and he wasn't in it just for the, fact, the sake of growing his channel and getting money of some kind, he would have done that. Now, I don't want to necessarily, like, like, write Gerard off, but he's going to have to do so much better if he wants to to correct oh, yeah. the ship like oh, that absolutely. response was not the way to do it no fuck getting no. angry at mm. the community and throwing a tanty in yep. your response video is not the way to do it and it basically just gave Mudahar a pile of ammo mm. in the next uh, in the response video he put up to that response I'm, yeah. I'm almost did... waiting for the, the classic TikTok apology video 
Oh, I'm, I'm expecting that. <laughs> um, like... the, the, I think my favorite thing in Mudaha's response is a bit where he gets... Um, where the bit where um, Gerard's like, I'm sorry if you felt like I said that it was being donated. Yeah. And then he immediately cuts it to him saying it was being donated. Yeah. Then yeah. he replays the, the the scene with Gerard again, but slightly zoomed in and then does another one and then yeah. slightly zooms it in and does yeah. another one. He handed them like... <laughs> Basically, it's like, oh, here's both barrels. Please, shoot me. Like, yeah. Mate, th- did a, no one a, check this? It's bad, and Gerard's really going to have to work to 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 come back from this. I'm not saying he can't. I mean... Like, some creators have had some pretty heavy shit laid against them and then been out of bounds yeah. back. Gerard but, has a, a company, essentially. Like the He has a brand. Yeah. And he has uh, editors and that kind of stuff. Either he edited this uh, response himself or and never gave it to someone else to check... Or his editors just went through the job and didn't do anything. I gotta imagine he did it himself. I can only imagine he did it himself and showed no one. Yeah. Because it's just I mean, such a... I mean, a lot of the, the thing feels scripted by a lawyer. Yeah. It does, but at the same time, that second half is too emotional to be, to be done by a lawyer. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, the first half is a lawyer. The, the, the back first half, half is, is a... I'm hitting the points my legal team told me to do, and then it gets to the point of, I'm going to sue these people. It's like, a lawyer would tell you not to say that. Yeah. A lawyer would have been in the room with you with a squirt bottle going, bad! The minute it. you go, I'm going to silence these people with a lawsuit, you look like the bad guy. I do yeah. like that the community has not rallied behind him. The community has gone, Sorry, what the nah, fuck is this? So, people outside of Gerard's community have uh, are completely skeptical. Yeah. It wasn't until that response video, like, a lot of Gerard's fans were like, no, no, he's a good dude. Yeah. And then that came out, and they're like, ah, he didn't actually respond to anything. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the audit, if we can get that audit, we, we'll, we'll still back him. And then Mudaha put out his video where he broke down everything that was wrong. Yeah. And now that now his community's like, we need some evidence now, guy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, we never liked that guy, really. <laughs> the, um, the completionist subreddit. Has, oh. which was a public subreddit, has now gone private. Yeah. And their main moderator has stated that if the, anyone posts anything to do with this lawsuit, he's deleting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he, that's what innocent people do. <laughs> definitely, definitely a thing. But, oh, it, it's a yeah. absolute shit show, but we finally Look, got the I will, I will post in the show notes the response from Gerard and Mudaha's follow-up where he breaks yeah. it down. Um, yeah, it's... Like I said, Gerard did not do a good response. It's not made him look better. Mm. If anything, it's made him look worse. Well, it, it wasn't just Mudaha responding as well. Like bigger names, like um, Moist Critical, and those kind of people did full breakdowns as well. He's not not good. Not, not the full, way not Mudaha full, did. Yeah. Not as yeah. in depth as Mudaha, because to be honest, Mudaha had to respond as in depth as he could. Yeah. Uh, but like all these, he other had to names, show receipts and did. Yeah. Yeah. All these other guys have ha- have come out going, the fuck, man. Yeah, I know this Very is much. bad. So, it's gonna be fun yeah. to watch. It's watching an empire crumble because uh, the completionist was not a but small YouTuber. It does yeah. suck that like, if they were giving the money to charities, fuck, like you'd want that to continue on. But yeah, yeah. God fucking hell! Like, there's a whole heap of potential money mm-hmm. that could have been raised for a charity. It's just that that shit wasn't being given to the fucking charity or you being open about how you were handling 
the problem is this has poisoned the well for every streaming like charity thing like because i know there's like, other ones who do it. i think markiplier and a bunch of others have charity streams that run a i mean like um extra games, life is a thing uh, games life. done quick as games well. done quick yeah every one of them is going to be like showing receipts and being as clear as they oh, yeah. can <laughs> but just on the off chance that if yeah. they don't know something's happening in the background they don't want to end up like jared or Jaron. Mm. sorry but it's just one of those things of like you're, you're all going to have to tighten ship mm. because this guy was being an idiot. Mm. Even if he didn't know what was going on in his own foundation, which you, you should know what's happening at your foundation. Especially when you're on the board of directors. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah it tainted like, the water for the rest of them. Oh, yes. Like, there is... This is going to be a stink that lingers for everyone for ages. Yeah. Like... I mean, but, a lot of the other ones, like um, Extra Life and, and Games Done Quick, I think you're going to be able to shrug it off pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, they can but show receipts going, Someone's Someone's going to look, is the point. Yeah, but it just means, hopefully, that those other charities might end up with a bit more of a viewer base. They, they yeah. might get mm. an uptick in donations because it's no longer going to this yeah. fucking viewership. So, yeah. yeah. Honestly, Hope, hopefully it does work out for the charities and the money yeah. does get fucking donated yeah. and goes to where it needs to fucking go. Oh, absolutely. Like, I would much rather charity continue as opposed to being stopped, but Gerard should have been kicked from Indyland. Even if he started this, it should have been kicked from him. Like, just, sorry, at this point, he can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's no. like, sorry, man, like, you can't be a part of this. You can't sit with us. Please go away. It's like, you have to go <laughs> full Mean Girls on him. Like, it's how it works now. <laughs> I know. But, uh, like I said, I will link the show, the, the relevant materials. Please make up your own mind. It's, yeah. a, it's a crazy topic. Yeah. You haven't heard, if you have not heard anything about this, highly suggest go look it up. These it, are just our opinions thing. on things. Like, we are and not like a quick, and I mean quick overview. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mudaha's response to just Gerard's response is 55 minutes. Yeah. It is a very lengthy response. And, and I think we've just like crammed it into what? Seventeen Five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's not deep enough, but like, yeah, it's fucked. We it's we will fucked. show our receipts and the fact of go watch this video we watched because yeah. it's very. <laughs> our receipt is follow the link. <laughs> yeah, always do your own research. Never trust us. We are oh, three yeah. fuckwits hanging out talking shit. Yeah. Pretty much giving our opinions on shit we don't know a whole lot about. <laughs> yeah. And we have never claimed to be smart people. No, we have not. <laughs> it's in the disclaimer at the start of the episode. Yeah. Yep. Three dumbasses sitting in like in basements being fucking nerds. Like, yeah, don't <laughs> trust us. Never trust us. Except on this, because it's book week! Yay! <laughs> and we have an infallible opinion on books. Definitely. We have never gone wrong. We've never steered you wrong at all. We'll never talk about those other ones. <laughs> don't mind those shit books. We've got yeah, other books. No, we... <laughs> Oh, Look, even the, the shit books, we got some good content out of. Come on, the last hacker <laughs> I mean, come was on. fucking we, great yeah. to dissect. <laughs> that was. Oh, God, it was... Alright, so, uh, this month we had the Murderbot Diaries, as selected yeah. by John Doe. I love those. Yeah, a days. collection of four books, and, like, none of them were overly long. But, yeah. I like the character. The yeah, character is just character, fun, right? and the development of that character. It's just... I, I, yeah. I love the, the first four books, but that first book is the one that I love the most out of them. I don't know why. It's yeah. good. It's the one that it, resonates the most with me. <laughs> it feels more like an awakening. Like just, yeah. holy shit, okay, now I actually need to figure some shit out in this world. Whereas the others mm. are just like more of a reaction to events. Yeah. Whereas the first think, book is just a 
fuck, I, I need to do this. the first one resonates so much, probably with people like us, mm. because it's a dude who's sentient, yeah. who has to do a dead-end job, yeah. and he fucking hates, and all he wants to do is just watch some TV. He just wants to chill yeah. out and be left <laughs> the fuck alone. Like, honestly, the thing for me was when he has to chase around the scientist, that first book. It's like, mm. no, get away from get away from that! That is a dangerous thing! And it just felt like herding cats. Like, I, I honestly feel so much sympathy for this character and it's a yep. robot person like it's a clone jammed into a robot suit it's fucked and his like favorite tv show is essentially space soap opera yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking great and the fact that he um he learns his the way he does stuff from those soap operas it's not his like training yeah it's like no we're doing this yeah. because that's how people die in fucking soap operas man well, like, like how does he look more human just useless fidgeting that serves no purpose but it makes it yeah. look like you're a person who is reacting to things yeah but, and like he has to learn how to look like he breathes correctly yes yeah. oh that's fun but, like hopping his way around the fucking galaxy but trading fucking videos and yes, soap operas works. and shit that was just great because yeah. there's oh, other smart AIs so out good. there yeah, yeah. other AIs I'm... that need entertainment for these boring ass fucking trips because it's always like the uh, the transport AIs for like um, yeah. transport barges and shit. It's like just here's a bunch of shit. I'm gonna hang out in here, take me places. Like, Done. <laughs> yeah, but when he meets Art, that is so yeah. good. Art is yeah. the best. I love Art. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, a uh, asshole research transport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can. Oh, it's so, so good. good. It, it, the and, series is great, but it does read like something that's definitely on Rainbow Road. Like yeah. Well, they're all. It was the first one was just a short story. It wasn't meant to continue on, and then yeah. they continued the character. It's why uh, book seven isn't on Audible because it's a very, very short story, and it wasn't worth recording or, or yeah. uploading onto Audible. Yeah. So, if you do look at it, and say, "Why the fuck can't I read this one?" Because it's fine. fuck it's all a, pages. Go to Real Road read. and read it yourself. Yeah. If that, it's a two-hour read at most. But those longer books are still good, and he gets mm. a lot of fun yeah. time in them. I've read all of them; they are quite a good time. I would yeah. highly yeah. recommend. Particularly doing it like this, ball. doing it like this with like the four together as mm. a cohesive unit, almost a co- cohesive yeah. unit. Like I haven't listened to the fifth one yet; it's in my to listen to mm. list, which is too fucking long. But always just ha- yeah. <laughs> and it always grows. Um, but having that as an overarching story I think worked well yeah yeah. and the first book feels like Manifest Destiny it feels like the start of a story as opposed to a full story in its own right yep which yeah. I think is why it, it even as a one shot everyone's like we would like more of this because this yeah. feels like it's gonna keep going it has yeah. momentum uh, it's got the legs definitely does yeah but oh, as we can see there's eight books hey. oh yeah <laughs> Wonderful series. I love how snarky he is, like with everything he does, and just the fact that he is a pessimistic prick who just wants to be left the fuck alone for most. A sentient time. robot who's sick of people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like, wow. Can hardly relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the fact is, like, when they dig through in the first book, they dig through his logs and realize he calls himself Motorbot. Yeah. Like, oh, that's bad. That's not a good look. <laughs> yeah. But oh, he, he's a smart character as well he does things correctly which I like mm. but, oh, so much fun 
So I think we can all say we recommend the Murder by Diary. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I don't. It's one of those so. books again, like a series where I don't want to talk too much about it because yeah, there's such you small don't... contained stories. Get saying too much ruins it for people. Yeah. It's like, what and I want you to listen things? to it. So yeah. go listen to it. <laughs> First four books are free and audible. Go and listen to them if you haven't already. They are very very fun. So swoosh, you got the Christmas book this year. I do. It's not going to be a Christmas-themed one. I was trying to find something Christmassy, and then my brain malfunctioned. That's fine. Um, I fell down a, a rabbit hole of strange e-lit. Uh, I picked up one, which was called um, Fleabag, which is a, a wolf who gains access to the system and gets smarter and better and evolves, and it was really fun. The uh, lit RPGs is the yeah, genre. Lit yeah. RPGs, sorry. Um, and essentially... With that, because of that, Audible started referring me to other things. So I ended up re- listening to one which was about a demonoid, uh, a demon tree, um, and I loved the way it was done. But it put forward one called Dungeons in the Clouds, and um, it seems interesting. It's a guy who gets reborn as a dungeon core, and just he's in the cloud and has to survive and build and grow and gain people. And then there's other dungeons who don't like him. It's like, I like this, this is gonna be fun. So that's this week, uh, this month's one, "Dungeon in the Clouds" by Daniel Weber. That's so, cool. good. Part of the Rise of Kurz series, and you know, hopefully this is not my first stinker. We'll see how we go. <laughs> it's got good reviews, so we'll see how we go. Yeah, it's got nothing but five stars so far. Oh, a couple of bad ones, but who knows? And hopefully it's not too stat star reviews in. Maybe. <laughs> Look, as long as it's not too stat heavy. That was that. one thing that, like, I've also read Fleabag, and that yeah. was one thing that did kind of annoy me about that book, is they reel off the entire stat line yeah. way too often. Honestly, any one of these um, lit RPG kind of books, they just need to compress the stat blocks. I get they want to stay true to the material, but just give us the changes. Yeah, um, yeah. just just the update and, like, what kind, like, a massive update. Okay, cool. But and if you've mentioned... Each skill, individual point, like, god yeah. fucking damn. If you've mentioned the skill like, point like, to a point, like, just don't rehash the entire description again. I don't mind if they're like they're spending a skill point. Sure, tell me all the attributes because yeah. I want to know what skill points going up. Yeah. yeah. But if they've got quite a new trait, don't read the skill points stat again because yeah. it's not important. Just tell yeah. me the skill update. Tell me the new skill and we're done. But more often than not, I just sit there and skip ahead like ten seconds at a time and uh, until I get to a point where it's story again. Yeah. Well, you listen to a site. This is a wall of text in a wall of text. It's like, God yeah. fucking damn. See, like, I tend to read these... I listen to these when I'm driving. So yeah. when I hit to these big stat block heavy sections, it's like, uh... <laughs> I've uh, only got a certain amount of time in the car. Skip. Get me to plot. <laughs> yeah. It's less that I have a certain amount of time, but it's just like... This is just boring. I'm just sitting in my car driving with the piece of thing that was supposed to entertain me. Not doing that. Rattling <laughs> giving numbers me numbers. <laughs> yeah. But that's the annoying thing there's really really good stories out there uh, but then you get that crunchy bit of numbers thrown at you and it's like ah, I like the story get back to the thing please so and maybe good ones it's not a big deal like yeah. I would I've never been particularly annoyed by the, whenever they talk about the stat screens in uh, Hugh Fights with Monsters yeah no. well I mean like that's very little like, not exactly number crunchy to be honest like that one's more of a I have this ability and then it he, like he's your stat, he's your level, and that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they keep it quick. They don't tell me every stat and level he has. They just mm. update me with the new info, yeah. how it affects things, and move the fuck on. Same with uh, Stray Cat Strut, which the fifth one dropped recently. We should. I am most that. of the way through that one, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and no gratuitous sex scenes yet? Not yet. Not yet? Fair. Um, another one I started listening to on the third book of which only just came out is uh, Azarenth Healer. And it's oh, like, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a person who managed to get a class that's combat uh, combat who can regen themselves. So they yeah. just throw themselves into a blender and then just body fate like tank it and try and punch it to death. But the is stats that the in that who who stats into boxing or gets um Well she yeah, goes into kickboxing and it's just Yeah, she's she finds it, a Here's the thing, I'm gonna punch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I've read the first book of that, it was really fun. I liked it. Yeah, the third book of that just came out. But all the stats of that are like, okay, here's your skill, here's the level. Hmm. Next skill. And it's just, I. it takes all of the, the crunchiness and just yeah. narrows it down so you get back to plot. And yeah, I like it. I like the fact she finds a, uh, a necromancer bar under a dungeon at one point. That was fun. Yeah. And that it comes does. back several times in future books. It does. Uh, but yeah, that's a good series. I'll have to, I uh, didn't realize the third one was out. I should catch up on that. Yeah, I didn't either until I started reading the first one and the third one dropped and they advertised that. Okay, I guess I'm buying them all. Shit, my to-read pile just got bigger again. <laughs> yeah, that's... i got to finish these before I can do Stray Cat Strike before I can move on to other fucking books. Particularly well, this month's book. Every week when we sit down to, like, discuss the podcast, we end up adding more books to us. Yeah, <laughs> our uh, yeah. yeah we do. <laughs> but, uh, but yes. But like, we are out past an hour, so I think we can wrap things up. We'll be reading... Dungeon in the Clouds we'll be talking about that one in the new year yay fuck this year's gone by freaking quick well I mean yes. we've only got one more episode this year next week's episode will be the last well second last one for the year there will be a Christmas episode but uh, that one's a special you'll episode. have to wait for that special <laughs> one <laughs> alright but uh, yeah next week will be our, our wrap up of the year episode so mm. you can look forward to that a year in review Oh yeah, and this is the first time we'll have an entire year of books to talk about. I know, right? It's good. <laughs> All right, guys, y'all have a good one. Enjoy. See ya. <laughs>